Welcome to Nerdables. This time we are discussing Birds of Prey sequel being cancelled, Tron 3 possibly coming to D+, CW's Batwoman replacement, the world of Batman coming to HBO Max, and we'll see if we can throw in some extra stuff just for you this week. Welcome everybody to Nerdables. I'm R.A. Joining me are Chris, Ethan, and Mikey. You know what's funny about that opening? That it's not as loud as your voice right now? No. <laughs> I recorded it on your ass. The, micro, the same microphone that I do every week, but I didn't use the Rodecaster. I used the old soundboard that we used to use, and there's such a difference between the quality. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, there's like a different level of suck for that one versus this <laughs> one. <laughs> At least this is there's a, a reason why suck. we have a new one. Yeah, because it sucks less. Uh, no, this one's worked out. This is this is fine. You got all these little buttons to press. You watch Ethan reach over and just be like, "No, I'm going to do this," and then buttons that don't have anything loaded in it. Oh, you turn it down. I have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> Ahsoka's coming to this show. She might as well show on every other show. We're doomed. There you go. <laughs> See, that's how you do it, right? Well, I mean, if what, you're right doing it right, while, while people are talking, technically, technically, you can leave the slider up and then just push the buttons instead of trying to push them. Yeah, but because you always have the uh, what's the one that you always used to do? That's terrible. Yeah, because that's the only one that applied. Well, we didn't really go out of our way to try to find others <laughs> that made any sense. So, um, as far as that's not on your on your rundown, oh, that's be the first thing you want to talk about. What you made? A fl- you played a video game sound. Mm-hmm. There's video game related news with your favorite person ever. What? What did I miss? <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't have in the rundown that Ernest Klein says that he's oh, son of a Ready Player bitch. Two will be done before the end of the year. I totally forgot that one. That's surprising. I am man. S- do you jerk his pud like crazy? I I I'm really. I I should turn in my Ready Player One card. You should and get a Ready Player Two card. <laughs> You know the funny thing, just to kind of God, touch I up on. I hope he doesn't name it Ready Player Two. It is. It is. Yeah. What an ass. I was really hoping. That so lazy. So we'll start with this. Uh, Ready. Player Obviously. <laughs> Ready Player Two, the novel, is coming out November twenty fourth, I believe. Um, Sometime this fall. Yeah, I already have it pre ordered, so it doesn't matter. Um, no, you have it ordered. <laughs> Early ordered. You just ordered it. It'll show I, up when it's when it's ready. Yes. Um. I know you hate the pre-order thing. It's not, it's not a word. Yet the entire world... Yes, the entire world is has wrong. adopted it. Or adapted it. It's you slang, Chris. We're just using slang. That's okay? not slang. It is slang. It is, that's not slang. Hey, yo, man, you pre-ordered that? Yeah, see? That's not what it is, though. Everybody <laughs> uses it as a serious thing. Anyway, you ordered you ordered Ready Player I 2. I ordered Ready Player 2. That's what it's called. Um, so lazy. I was hoping that they wouldn't call it Ready Player Two, but what would you want it to be called? Something other than Ready Player Two. Well, yeah, I mean, it would depend on what the book's about. Right. Yeah. Just for me, it's it, to me, it's so lazy. Mm-hmm. It's just a lazy na- well, okay. thing to name it. Here's well, my, here, also gives a, a a tie-in point for people. If too. people don't know, then they don't know. Well, I he, mean, if you if you called it Ready Player One, uh, Second Player Up or something, you know, it's it's the same thing. Like no, the Lost World when when Michael Crichton wrote the, wrote the Lost World. Because Universal made him do it. It was titled, the official title is Jurassic Park, The Lost World. 
But if you look at the book cover, the Lost World is huge, and then Jurassic Park is thinking you know, is small. But the it had such an iconic cover in the first place that the second one with the same type of font and the same type of lettering and the same type of colors told you that that was a Jurassic Park sequel. And this one has the same font, same you know yeah. layout. It's just I, to be. And look, I'm going to bitch about it because I didn't. I do not like that novel at all. So take that bias with with <laughs> me telling you that it's it's lazy. Here's the reason why I don't like it. Because in the novel, it specifically says that the reason, you know, there, there's a reason it's called Ready Player One is because when you first put on the goggles to go into the Oasis, it says like the old arcade, you know, coin-op games, Ready Player One. So to change that to, to Ready Player Two almost feels like you're changing one of the fundamentals of going into the, you know, one of the fundamentals of the original. Well, they changed the what it is towards the end. I don't remember the novel as much as the, the, the no. movie changes the, the basis of the Oasis and stuff like that. Hey, look, that rhymes. Um, <laughs> well, in the film, the, the character of Ogden Morrow says, well, you know, James never intended this to be a one player right, game. But just in, in terms of how they end the book, is it, is it just? Is it sort of like the movie where it still exists, but it's just not as no? Because the because the book, the book is set up as Parsival Wade Watts is telling uh, of what happened in order to yeah. All I care about is the ending, though. That's the thing. But it, it, it so it doesn't end. It, it ends with them, Mikey. Why are you calling me? Oh, you're looking for her. Your phone's on the charger. Um, a little bit of reality in there. Um, <laughs> in the Oasis, it's kind of ironic. Uh, no, it ends with them, with them getting you know the the egg, and with them coming out of the oasis, and it ends with with Parsifal first meeting uh, Artemis for the first time, where Wade meet you know where, where they actually meet because they in the movie you in know, the they real meet world, early yeah. on in the in the book they don't see each other face to face in the real world until the very last what i was wondering in terms of the, the the title being ready player 2 is that in a world that's different you know with the oasis being different that could be player 2 is the second iteration sure of it that would be the, the one thing that i would think if you're going to go with that title that might be part of it I mean, so that was that was just my question was that no 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 it's no. the title and i think a lot of it has to do with because that was the title that kind of, you know, once the once the movie came out, that was the title everybody assumed the sequel was going to be, and it kind of it became, you know, the working so to speak working title of whatever the prequel was going to be called, or mm -hmm. excuse me, the sequel was going to be called, and by fans. So it just, I, I guess, it just adopted, you know, it, it just translated over. To the actual novel, well, it could also play on the fact that you know, Ready Player Two means that you're playing with somebody else, and now that they have their group together, it's. I'm hoping, but you were always playing with somebody else. That's the thing. I mean, there's multiple mm -hmm. characters in the first, right? But now they're actually movie gonna, that are together. cohesive unit, but they are a cohesive like that. unit. That's the thing is they all work together. That was the whole point of it. It's only one of you putting on the goggles. Mm -hmm. So every time that you yourself enters the oasis, you're only one player entering the oasis, right? And it was a play on, like you know, like I said, the old now cabinet. They're, now games. they're non-binary, so uh, that's. The hey, I mean, here's the thing: it could be something that ties into the book, so it, it does work with it. Yeah, which we'll I see. Hope. I just, like I said, I thought it was lazy, but it's not you like thought it. his whole the whole writing was lazy. Oh, he's a terrible writer. I enjoy it. I know you do. Yeah, I I'm, really gl I'm glad you do. I'm, I'm glad that you enjoy it. I find it to be not 
well written at all. I don't know <laughs> if I see and like I'm literally let's see the holiday character, which is kind of you know based loosely off of Klein himself. I think Klein is a month older than I am. You know, he was born in Middleton, Ohio. You know, or actually, excuse me, Holiday was born in Middleton, Ohio. He was born, I think, right outside of Cleveland or something. So we're basically from the same area, the tri-state, you know, area, and grew up somewhere alive, things like that. So I relate to nearly everything in that book. And I can identify, and I definitely identify with everything. So I think that's why it, you know, why I attached, or I, I mm-hmm. fell for the book so much, I guess. You know, I, I, I but we've had our psychological, I've, I've played the armchair psychologist with that book enough on oh, the show. I, know. I don't need to do it again. I just, now I don't have to, re- I guess I don't have to read it four times a year. Jesus. I felt weird rereading Lost World this year. Well, I'm I like, I've read this book four times. I tell you that. I, I read it twice and listen to it twice because Will Wheaton does a fantastic I'm job. lock you into a bookstore until you find like three <laughs> other books you're going to read. Good Christ. Well, I also read uh, um, um, Armada, his other book, like twice a year. Ugh. You there are a lot would. more books out there. Yeah. <laughs> I still need to figure out how he has that much time between all the all the crap he rewatches and reads the Star and then Wars reads the crap, the crap he rereads. That's amazing. Um, speaking of crap that we rewatch, um, Birds of Prey, the sequel. Oh, I haven't rewatched that. I've only seen it once, and I only cared to see it once. You liked oh, you it, though. It? I like it. It's just it's not something that I have to go see again or want to see again. I think we've seen it like three or four times here. Yeah, that's. The, girl, the girls really it. like it. I, yeah, I haven't seen it yet. So I... The girls really like it. I mean, it's a fun movie. I, I think that the birds of prey in the car- you know, in it are lacking. Which There's is why you... they didn't call it birds of prey. They yeah. called it Harley Quinn and a bunch of crap. You know, I I don't. That should have been the actual title. <laughs> Harley Quinn and a bunch of crap. <laughs> I, I felt that droppings. Huntress wasn't portrayed very well. I thought for what they set up Huntress to be, it was fine. For what I mean, for what she was, like, I guess, yeah. Again, got to get past the literal translation thing. Sure. There's not a right and there's not a wrong. Well, Black Canary, I, I really enjoyed the actress who played, uh, who played, uh, wow. Who, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> who played Black Canary. Sipping on James and Journey Smollett. Yes. Oh. But, even, but even they had, they had said, you know, that she was the daughter of... <laughs> The Black Canary. I was thinking the same thing. Oh, the Justice. <laughs> the what? Juicy, juicy, juicy Smollett. <laughs> I wow. just started thinking that. I look over across the table and Chris is dying. <laughs> trying to laugh to himself. And I was like, I can't hear that last <laughs> name without thinking of Dave Chappelle doing that bit about Justice Smollett called Juicy Smollett. Have you heard of the actor Juicy Smollett? <laughs> Oh, that's a great fit. I just like the way he says that name. It makes cracks me up. <laughs> so yeah, Birds of Prey sequel has been canceled. I guess it works out for Margot Robbie since she's got like six other projects that she's yeah, all on. with DC. That's the yeah. thing that was weird. Like as not far all as I with know, DC with, with well, no, but I, like, wasn't there? There was a there was a there was a um, Harley solo film in the works at some point. It was Birds of Prey, Suicide Squad two. This she had like. At one point, she was attached to something like six different DC films. Yeah. And, like, everything falls apart. This is what we've been talking about. 
Marvel announces films, and then they do them. DC announces films, and it's like, well, let's find out if people like it or not. Let's find. Marvel's never announced a film other than Inhumans, which they made into a TV series, that they didn't do. When they announce it, when they put it out there and they tell you, we're going to make Black Panther, they're going to make Black Panther. They know we're going to make this. They know we're going to make Guardians of the Galaxy. We know we're going to make a third Thor. We know we're going to make Iron Man 3. How much stuff have we heard over the last three years? There's going to be a Batgirl movie. Whedon's going to do it. She's going to be black, Jewish, gay, and trans all at the same time somehow. And then it all got thrown away. We had an original Suicide Squad 2 that then got canceled. And now we're doing Suicide Squad 2 again. We were going to get a second Justice League film. We were going to get another Batman film with Batfleck. That all got canceled. We're going to get the second Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn and the Emancipation Proclamation of the name of the Declaration of Independence. That gets you. They just keep announcing stuff, and we don't see half of it. Mm-hmm. So what's the point? Well, the one reason they're saying that they're not doing this is because the first one tanked. The first one was put in a terrible situation. It was. Because it was pretty much just before everything shut it. down. Or, yeah, uh, it, it, was, it, it had like a month. Right. And it just it, it wasn't marketed right. It wasn't titled right. No. And it just was something that I think a lot of people looked at and said, I don't know what this is because it sure as heck doesn't seem to fit in the birds of prey universe, but then it sort of does, but it's severely before it. If it does, mm. because she breaks up with the Joker in, in the, sh- in the show, but obviously in the show, in the movie, no, it's after, it's after uh, suicide squad. Isn't it set in the eighties? No, this is set after suicide squad because no, the fashion is set in the eighties. This movie is because kind of felt like they were trying to do Times Square in the She 80s. goes into I know she's in Gotham, but she goes into a um, the liquor store or something, and as she's coming out, she sees Jai Courtney's boomerang picture, Ugh. and she goes, "Oh, I know him." It's like a wanted picture or something. Wanted because of bad acting, but she that so, was on for half a second. I was flipping through channels as I was sitting. You know, I finished making the stuff I was bringing like a half hour before I was going to leave. I'm just flipping through channels, and it was on TNT again. And I just, it's the shot of them as they're walking to, to stop dancing girl or something. And it's the hero shot and they're yeah. all swag. Like killer croc is literally turning completely sideways as he walks <laughs> and everybody gets an individual shot except, um, uh, Katana for whatever reason. But they, sh- when they goes to Jai Courtney, just involuntarily, I mean, it just immediately bile in my throat. Stop trying to make Jai Courtney happen. It's not going to happen. So Margot Robbie is going to be in the new Star Trek Strange World, Strange New Worlds series. As far she, as we know, as far as we know, There's a lot of projects that Margot Robbie's been attached to that don't come to fruition. Right? She's supposed to be doing pirates with somebody that did Christine, girls or whatever. Christina Hudson. What, what, what do they do? What did she do? Birds of Prey. Oh, that's what it is. There you go. So they're doing pirates with the director of. They we Birds went. Of Prey. I think we talked about this last week. Her and Margot Robbie. They went from, they went from we're, we're going to make another Pirates film without Johnny Depp. Yeah. Then they went to, we're going to make another Pirates film with Johnny Depp. And then it was, yeah. we're going to make another Pirates film as long as it's a girl. And then they're like, no, we're not going to make any of those movies and we're going to make it a TV series. And then they didn't do anything for like a year. And then three weeks ago, they're like, we're making two Pirates films. One with penises, one with vaginas. Go. It's just this amazing story. It's like Disney was like, let's just do DC stuff. Let's just talk about stuff that we're just going to throw it out there. I mean, none of it was confirmed in any way, right. but it as of right now, it seems to be that her it and still seems to be there's still, seems to be some kind of push behind it. There's there's a there's at very least they're discussing it. Yeah. In addition to whatever they discussed, I think the week before there was a new deal for a new pirates film, 
or something then, along the lines of like they were talking to these people to do a Pirates of the Caribbean film, no details. And then a week later, it was Margot Robbie and the director of Harley Quinn and the Birds of, Birds of Prey uh, are going to do their Pirates film. And now you're, you're, and then I'm sure like, you know, we're going to get an announcement next week. Rich is doing his Pirates film. Finally. Six and a half hours long. <laughs> and you don't leave the ship. <laughs> it's just six hours of, of, of Pirates. Like, yo, oh, oh my God. My God. It's this like I'm on Pirates All drinking rum on the ship. <laughs> and trying to record a podcast while you're drinking rum. <laughs> um, so she, they, they still have Gotham City Sirens planned. She's definitely going to be That's in, the other one I was thinking of, yes. She's definitely going to be in the Suicide Squad 2. Um. Gotham City Sirens is the one that I thought was the Harley Quinn solo movie, but I forgot. yeah, they're doing that. So, Birds of Prey did $33 million its opening weekend, and the film went on, it says in this article, film, on, film went on to barely break $200 million, the worst performing DC, DCEU film of all time. That's got to be worldwide. Yeah. So Probably still made a little bit less than Justice League. <laughs> Basically, they got little Justice League made. A lot of people, you know, it's also a lot of people were like, well, this isn't the Joker. I want my DC films to be more like the Joker. No, it was a lot of incels that were like, well, why would you take Margaret Robbie and all these hot girls and make them look ugly? I don't understand it. That was the big pushback for that film. I saw a lot of that too, yeah. Because people are stupid. And make mm-hmm. them look ugly? Yeah. They, th- they thought all the girls in the film were ugly. Like, how could, you, how could you take someone like Margot Robbie and make her ugly? How could you take Mary Elizabeth Winstead and make her ugly? Because remember, they changed the title after the first weekend on the marquees trying to get more people to come in because it said Birds of Prey, you know, and then most, it was said, you know, the, the real title is the Birds of Prey and the, Mansi- the Immaculate Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Yeah. They changed the title because most marquees just put up Birds of Prey. Mm. Everybody, you know, their theory was... No one Nobody knows, knows that is. you know this is the Harley Quinn movie. You they can't imagine anyone else. in a modern society that goes to a marquee and picks a film anymore. I know it used to happen because it drove me crazy. You'd be standing in line back when people used to go and stand in line to buy tickets for stuff. And I still remember being at the man all the way out in Agora and we're just getting and the guys in front of us are just talking. And then they get it through. Oh, okay. What do you want to see? And I was like, really? Could you guys move out of the way? You, you're sitting in line. The marquee's in front of you the whole time. We're in line for like 15 minutes trying to get up to the box office and they don't decide then once they get to the front, they look up like, what do you, well, what do you want to see, Bill? I don't know. What do you right. want to see, Mark? Like, no, get out of line. Get it's out. Get out. No, I saw the Mark up there. Oh, um, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, well, here's the thing. I, I mean, I have seen older couples, you know, in their fifties, late forties, fifties, sixties. Yeah, all those people are going to die. Coronavirus and they're they're the standing year, there so looking up at the marquee, trying to decide, but that's not their target audience. If you didn't know who by... I don't think a 60-year-old couple going to see Birds of Prey is going to enjoy it. That's what I'm saying. Oh, this is violent, Bill. Jeez. Yeah. You get you get all these people that are going to it. Their target, target audience has already seen more marketing for this thing than they could possibly imagine. Well, then you can play devil's advocate with it. It's like, it doesn't matter the title when you're marketing it. Sure. If you're, if you're marketing those people, they know what it is. It doesn't matter. Which goes back to the Ready Player 2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, uh, I think I think no. My point is, it doesn't matter the title, so you don't have to title it Ready Player Two for Ready Player One fans to understand what it is. You know what it is. Sure, you're gonna see. You've been waiting for a new Ernest Klein book for God knows how many years. You know it. It could be Ready Player Two. It could be, be Mission to Mars. Or, it yeah. could be Welcome to the Oasis. And, and yeah, you'd it still could know be what it the is. Oasis sucks. 
Yeah. It could be, hey, I'm sorry about the first book. You'd still read it. You still yeah. be in there going, yeah, I'm checking this. It's just a big apology letter. <laughs> like a it's just like it's just like if a George R. Dear R. Martin, valued fan. <laughs> well, no, it's it's just like if right now if if a George R. R. Martin book was coming out, people would be pissed. You know, you <laughs> most likely know it's going to be Game of Thrones. Yeah, and you're going to be mad. Although Which he touch has on said, that. he has said that he the said new that book every year will be coming out next year. He because said because of quarantine, he had to people have permission to kill him if this book is not out by this year. <laughs> he also said last year he was going to do a book instead. He also said mm. a year he was going to write a new book in between the last one that he wrote and before he yeah, finishes like, Game of Thrones. One tweet said, was, I have no excuse. If I do not finish the last Game of Thrones book, you have my permission to kill me or something like he that. He also said Someone's gonna like take a year and a half, two years ago, that he's not going to any more cons until he finishes the book. Yeah, he wasn't going to go to any more cons anyway. Yeah. Usually creators go to two or three cons and then realize, I really don't want to go to cons anymore because <laughs> these people suck. <laughs> Especially when you have a rabid fan base of the books like that that's waiting for that one mm-hmm. at the end and... Well, especially this series, because a lot of people were so disappointed with the, how the show ended. They want to get an ending from... A lot from, of people? Yeah, they want to get the ending from the actual person who yeah, wrote well, the, the book. Well, it goes off the book's rails fairly early anyway. Yeah, so... Speaking of which, Fantastic Beasts is now the world's most problematic movie franchise. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. They've had so much trouble. And then on top of all the trouble they've had with the last... This third film... You get the J.K. Rowling's tweets mm-hmm. that... That's it. I actually want... I'd love to find, like, three... Why is it problematic other than for her reasons? Oh, well, uh, Ezra Miller, fish. apparently there's a video of him, like, beating up some woman. You had all the Johnny Depp stuff. Johnny Depp, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot Johnny Depp. Ezra Not to mention... Ezra Miller's supposed to be in that? He is in it. He is he's in been it. in the yeah. first two. Yeah. He's the... Yeah. He's oh, that's right. Yeah, he's the, he's the creepy kid. Oh, uh, so Flash isn't happening then, too, yeah? Well, oh, no, they Flash also, Point is not happening. Main, the main part of principal, principal photography for this film was in Brazil. So, uh, what? Okay. So, so they had, an arrow? So oh. COVID has just oh. completely ravaged yeah. this film down there. Or filmmaking, uh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just they've had so many problems and so many you know scandals with within the cast and creators. I would love to find three Potter super fans. And ha- interview that. Like, how do you feel about being a Harry Potter fan now? Oh, you mean within with? Yeah, just like how do you feel being a Potter fan? Especially someone. I'd love to find a super Potter fan who's trans, and find yeah. out if that person, um, how they how, how they feel, how it's affected. That them. would be that would be fascinating to me. Yeah, which you know, it's all it's weird though because J.K. Rowling's was very. She's very pro-gay. She's not she, pro-gay. That's, that's the say, thing. She's very it's, pro-gay. That's part of it that some people are just like, this is a psychotic break because it seems odd to be an ally to the homosexual community, mm-hmm. but the trans community is is the people that shouldn't exist. Like, right. where does that come from? It's a kind of... It, it's, How it's, do you draw that yeah, as your It's line? not like... It, L is fine. The rest of it is no. <laughs> <laughs> BGTQ, no. That's not happening for me. Well, the G would be okay. Actually, the, the G the and the B, B would be okay. The, B the LGB. Might, you never know if the B, B might not be okay for her either. It's would a you, weird, like, you know, pick a side sort of thing if she decides to yeah, go with that way. Yeah, Because that, that's one of the things for trans. Like, pick a side, you know, whatever. It's just, it would be interesting because it's a hard thing. Like, I have those books sitting in storage because I've yeah. never read it. And I bought all the books last year. And at some point, I want to sit down and read them all. 
And I'll still do it, but it's sort of, I'm looking at it going, it's going to be weird to read it. Because just like reading Ready Player One later. Yes. After the, the but I'm sure if I read it in 2006, I probably would have enjoyed it more. Right. But seeing some of the scholarly, the, 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 the scholarly of it as I got towards it and really looking at it from a different point of view, that's part of the reason why I don't like it. Sure. Because it's so, there's, to me, there's a lot of lazy writing. There's See, a lot of stuff just, that's problematic it's very misogynistic to me and it has a lot of things with the self-importance of the geek culture that this matters right it doesn't matter it doesn't it doesn't mean anything i mean we sit here doing a podcast in the end it doesn't matter people but, are dying of COVID 19 do but we think way, they're talking about bears of, of prey mattering in a way that's kind of why in, in a sense he he's he's saying that in the book He's not though, because the way that he wins is by knowing all the lines to war games. It's his, but that's, his real life, that's what the world's become. We've had we've this had tournament. this discussion a thousand times, yes. and we're going to continue to have it at some <laughs> point. But that's to me, it's it's very much a self serving. If you're a geek, now it actually matters, and it's a it's a topic of conversation in our real world where pop culture has exploded to the point where we're threatening people to kill them because the last season of Game of Thrones sucked. Right to you. We want to end careers because J.J. Abrams made a Star Wars film, because Ryan Johnson made a Star Wars film. Right. This is the stuff we're talking about, how sad we are. Well, that there's the, no the, Comic-Con, and there's no there's no Disneyland or anything. People are dying. Yeah. Literally dying. People are losing their moms and their dads and their aunts and their uncles and their grandfathers and their grandfathers and their brothers and their sisters and their kids. And we're worried about going to Disneyland? Well, the and Snyder it means something. Cut is, it is, is a result of this. The Snyder Cut's a result of these people. It is, so the self-importance that you can change the Hollywood. cuts... 170 minutes, dude. <laughs> Schumacher cut of uh, Batman. I need a two, I need a two hour and 50 minute Batman forever. <laughs> it's much darker, Chris. Yeah, you just like turn the contrast <laughs> down a little and I'm and, sure it'll be And there. just think, this all started because of Sonic. Pretty much. Well, it didn't start because of Sonic, but the, the Sonic idea. Was, Sonic was the first... Sonic was the first Sonic major was thing the breaking could, point. When, Sonic when was the first found needle out, that was pulled on When this. people found out that they can bully a studio enough to change... A finished movie yeah. with a new design for a character because they didn't like it, and the company did it. That's when they found out. Hey, that's the, I can do it with everything. It, did, else. it didn't start the petition. It didn't start the pull. But yes, it gave it that that fire. Yeah. Well, you could say that the ghost, the female Ghostbusters movie, was also part of that because no, people, it still got made. It's but it still got made. But people, it was people made rejected the way that they it were, so much that that they. Oh, but that's anything. I mean, again, there's probably. Because the internet didn't exist, I wonder how many people rejected Empire Strikes Back. A lot of the reviews for Empire Strikes Back, if you go back to 1980, are not kind oh, because sure. it's not Star Wars. Yeah. In hindsight, 30 years later, it's like, wow, that movie's amazing. And they took so many great chances. And to not direct it, to have oh. to have Irvin Kirshner direct it, to have Lawrence Kasdan do most of the script, to introduce Yoda, to bring Ben, all these choices that they made. For the Rebels to lose. For the Rebels to lose, and Luke loses his hand, and Darth Vader's his father, and then... You know, the choice three years later going, you know what? Totally tongue after his, his sister. Go for it. I well, mean, that's. People didn't like Close Encounters of the Third Kind, kind when it came out. People still don't like Close Encounters. They're just boring. That is a boring I movie. love that movie. That movie uh, is boring. I saw it in the theater for oh. the 30th anniversary. Mm. Like, Speaking of which, yeah. Empire Strikes Back's back in the theater. Yeah. So is Ghostbusters. Is Speaking of Ghostbusters, it's the number one film in America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thanks to theaters that don't care about COVID. No, but yeah, it would be really fascinating to speak to um, a, a few different Harry That's Potter I mean. fans. I'd love, I'd love to have someone who is a still trans, a super fan, yes. 
someone who's not a fan at all, and someone who is struggling with it. That's um, the that's the three people I'd be really interested. It'd be in really seeing. it'd be fascinating to talk to a person that was a fan that's no longer. A that's fan. what I'm saying. Okay, one who doesn't like it anymore. Yeah, one who's on the fence and one who still enjoys it. That would be that would be the the interview I'd love to do. Mm-hmm. I'd love to interview those three people. Yeah, that'd be that'd be interesting to really interesting. that are in us because I don't think any of us care. I do. I mean, I, I still I. Well, I don't think any of us really fit. Any one of those categories. No, but here, here's the thing, and this is where I kind of see where a lot of Harry Potter fans could fall, is Harry the the product of Harry Potter is not their love of the product of Harry Potter does not reflect their their feeling for the creator. It's a different if it's a different. It's different in that the viewpoint of J.K. Rowling is not in the books. Correct. And that really helped Universal because, like, we're not tearing these castles down right. in Florida and California. <laughs> we're not going to stop making these movies. The wizarding either. world of of Willow. Uh, we're going to do... <laughs> it's just, it's just kind of some, who else has a castle? The wizarding world of Game of Thrones. Boo! Oh, man. <laughs> King <laughs> Arthur. <laughs> it's now King Arthur. King Arthur sings butterbeer? Just drink it. <laughs> Um, it's Royal Ale now. Yeah, there's there's so much money involved that oh, that's yeah. with with corporations like that. And yeah, it's it's making new product and what have you. And yes, it's the viewpoint isn't there. Like George Lucas is discovered to be a pedophile. It's not like Star Wars is going away. We're not saying that George Lucas is a pedophile. Don't it's make saying, that the title of the show. It's saying that what if I'm saying, that, it's, it's that news kind of came thing. out. You have a major franchise. That trends on the internet, though. Yeah. <laughs> <Hashtag> <laughs> George Lucas is a pedophile. <laughs> hey, guys. Suddenly, our, nerdable site. <laughs> suddenly our show becomes very popular. How the, the hell did episode. we get 150 million <laughs> listens? Hey, guys. This- this podcast is George George Lucas touches boys, um, and then they find out. Oh, it's just a joke. It comes out. Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, according to the Nerdables, I, I have to do, I have to tell you something. I touch a little boy. Oh, God, that that would be something that would be you know, the the yes, the that person, would be something. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is the person that no, in, in a way, I don't think we talk about Luke and Leia kissing anymore. <laughs> but in a, in a way. In a way, it does bring up something you know. What you what you're just talking about with with Harry Potter. It's you know if that would have came out, and we'd be like, oh my god, you know this is the creator of the one of something that's been with us that's, our entire that's lives. That's why I put that use that example. It's a big huge thing that people have devoted their lives to. We've seen Harry Potter. It's super devastating fans. to think you would, you've seen Star Wars super fans. You've seen Marvel movie super fans. Kevin Feige comes out and says that you know he's beat seals. Yeah, like people are not going to be okay with Marvel films anymore. <laughs> I mean, I knew disclaimer. How, I knew Kevin Feige does not, not beat Baby Seal. That's the name of. The I knew how bad. I knew <laughs> the I name of the show is just disclaimer. <laughs> this is going to be the longest. <laughs> the longest. Actually, that might on. work. They're like, why do they have to do a disclaimer? Oh, George we, Lucas we, we is thought a we thought birds uh, birds of prey and the emancipation. <laughs> George Lucas is a pedophile, and Kevin Feige beats seals. <laughs> the title um, does not. No, but uh, this title I, does not reflect the views of everyone <laughs> on the podcast, especially because everybody said it. Yeah. No, it's pretty much just me. I'm the one that usually does this stuff um, and gets in trouble. I knew how. I knew how bad it was you know was for her to say that jk rowling to say this but until putting it in the context of george lucas and star wars like that by accident i'm realizing there mm-hmm. could be some fans 
that this is probably the most devastating thing yes. that they've ever Can you heard. imagine if you're a trans fan that has grown up with Harry Potter and you have clothing, you have scars, you have wands, you have Legos, you have yeah, statues, scar. you have all of that. And the person who helped to create it, who created the entire story, doesn't like comes out and tells you as a trans person, you have no right to exist. And doesn't just say it once, yes. but has been talking about it nonstop for like four months. Yeah, It's incredible. This woman is, and she's, she's in a spot. She has FU money. Right. She has, I can own an island and no one's allowed to come on it money. She can and own she's, a philanthropist. she's a philanthropist. She's given away a lot of her money. She's, you know, before this, like everyone thinks she's a really nice woman. And she's right. got, to have that, that's, that's kicking you. Mm-hmm. And, and, and right? it's not even stuff you probably don't have anymore. It's not even just wow. saying it, but <laughs> I was wondering to see how long he was going to go. <laughs> oh my goodness, wow. that is bad. That's not that bad. Trust me, look at the tweets. It's not that bad. <laughs> it's bad. But here's the thing. It's not, I mean, it's, it's bad enough for her to say it. And, you know, we've seen with things like this where, you know, like the stuff, uh, uh, James Gunn had said on Twitter, you know, that was retracted that, you know, that he was like, look, I'm sorry I said that, you know, and you see a lot of these things where people will say something in jest or trying to make a joke. And then their something. agent will write a response or somebody like, will read say, this. Yeah. Because <laughs> look, as bad as it, the James Gunn stuff is still pretty bad. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, I'm saying, but but there's no, no there's I know. been no apology or explanation. That's as to, when you're like, you're in it. When you're a racist, you don't apologize. Right. Deshaun Jackson's not apologizing very well for writing anti-Semitic tweets. Right. Semitic to Semitic? Semitic tweets. You know, it's, but it's just like, you look at it and you go, wow. But that's You're the thing, too. You're as bad as Trump. That's the thing is, you know, it's something that she believes wholeheartedly. So she feels like, what do I need to apologize for? These are my beliefs. Mm-hmm. But in, in a sense, it's not okay. I mean, like, no. In a sense... Well, in the sense, <laughs> it's, it's not okay. But it was like, well, that's just my opinion. Well, that can be your opinion, but you're going to be it's still. It's still, you, not still a, consequences it's for your you opinion. It's still opinion not a good almost. one. When, when you can you voice are, your opinion, well, but understand, there are consequences for it. Right, There's people right. that are going to get when people are like, "Well, you can't fire me because I'm a Trump fan." Yes, I can. You know, for a lot of business, I can't say the N word yeah. and still have my no matter where I do because there was something with. Um, if you said it here, you wouldn't have a job here. <laughs> <laughs> he still doesn't have a job here. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember getting a paycheck. <laughs> um, in terms of, um, oh gosh, the the guy, oh, it was it was someone where he's screaming, he's like a racist rant or something like that, right? Mm. And which he, one? I mean, you uh, yeah, it, it's not a it's billion. Not, it's not the one here. It was something on the internet. It's it's some. Oh no, that's it, it was a no mask in Florida, right? This guy doesn't have a mask. Oh, this oh, old yeah, woman yeah. is taking a, yeah, a yeah, you know, yeah. the, the customer. The customer. Man, man, I feel threatened. So yeah. he got fired. Yeah. And people were like, well, he shouldn't lose his job for that. I'm like, why not? Why wouldn't I wouldn't want to have that guy work for me? Yeah. I don't care. And they're like, well, it doesn't matter what he does outside of the work, workplace. Oh, yes, it does. Well, even his workplace for, is like he doesn't yeah, he represent doesn't, our doesn't values. Rep- that's part of it. You represent wherever you are. It's also it's if you have someone with those kind of anger issues, they shouldn't. You don't yeah. want to work with them. When you have someone who has a drinking problem, you can fire them for having a drinking problem, a drug problem. You can fire them for having a drug problem. Yeah. If they're racist, even if they don't come to work drunk, exactly. Or, or, if right, it's something where it, it, even if it doesn't, because you you you're you're firing on potential. Where you're like, if you're drinking every night, it hasn't affected you yet, but it's going to. Mm-hmm. You know those sort of things and. It's the same thing, you know, with um, 
you, you, your opinion is your opinion, and that's great, but you're going to have consequences for it. This free speech, like, I have free right. speech. Yes, you do. You have this, You have the freedom to say whatever you want. Mm. doesn't mean there's not consequences for it. Sure, but you can't say the government, fire on a plane. When or, yeah, when everyone's like, you know, free speech is, is, is my right to say anything. No, it's not. The First Amendment is based off the fact that you can say that the president is a terrible human being and you can't be arrested for it, mm-hmm. which in the old rules of jolly old England... You could be arrested and thrown in jail for right. slander against the against the crown. That's second term, but it just doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See if we get a second term. See if but, anybody. But if you if you what if to, nobody wins the presidential election? That would be if great. You were, if you United were United States th- ran by the people. <laughs> See if you were, if nothing you were, gets done. <laughs> if you were to say something about the president or somebody in a threatening manner, even though it's your freedom of speech to say that, you can be well. That's part of the law too. You can. Yes. Threatening the president in any way is immediate. You can be arrested for it. You can be investigated for right. it. And you can be jailed for right. it if it's taken as a credible that's threat. That's why I didn't use that's an example. One, yeah. <laughs> that's why we don't say it. Um, that's the one thing within there. And it's the same thing. If I were to, if, if I'm to threaten anybody yeah. in a public space, a public forum on here, if that person does feel threatened, the police have a right to investigate. investigate yeah. If I, you know, if my opinion, like, you know, roses suck. That's terrible. People can. This is a terrible opinion. Oh, so now people you can have a. Can, people can have an, a. You know a a. Um, there's consequences for whatever you say and whatever you do, and one way or the other, you know, if you're a Trump Especially supporter, when you, you have can have consequences. Of yours. Well, you, you can have consequences for being a Trump supporter. You can have consequences for being a Joe Biden supporter. You know, it's the same. It's the flip side of the snowflake thing. You know, you have the right. I was calling everybody snowflakes, except the right gets offended just as much with these little tiny things. So you can call the right snowflakes too. It's like when something bothers you, you just snap and go crazy, and it's like, oh, I can't let anybody else be okay with mm-hmm. masks or not masks or whatever. And it's just you just get to a point where you just want everybody to shut up, just right. shut up for like two weeks, just shut up, just shut up, <laughs> and we'll see what happens. Well, remember we were in we were in quarantine and everybody shut up. To a no, degree. they didn't because they're all over Twitter now, and they're all over. No, that was the same thing there. I mean, it was you. You start from the start. You had people, and oh, this is all a hoax, and this is whatever. Yeah, but do you remember when the we government first... can't can't take away my right to get a haircut and drink drunk and all this other stuff? But when we first went into quarantine and things, and when you'd go out to the store and stuff, you noticed people were a lot more. They were they're a lot more cordial and a lot friendlier to each each other. You would you mean when people... they were buying toilet paper by the, the bulk. But... <laughs> Right after that, <laughs> other than I mean, you still had idiots out there. But you, I still but, love the tweet that I saw that it says, "I still can't forgive some of you how you acted the first three weeks in, in the grocery store during quarantine." But you had people that you know when you walked out, you know, it's like stay safe. You know, stay safe became a way of saying goodbye to somebody, mm-hmm. and even to strangers, you started finding yourself telling people, "Stay safe." Where all of a sudden, <laughs> not Mikey. Not Mikey. Yeah, Mikey. I'm so tired of those sayings. Mikey wants everybody to be in danger. But as as you got out of quarantine, it's the Walking Dead. Come on, people. As you Get got out of quarantine, and everything you lost so that stories. that camaraderie, and you know and the same thing is with because everybody's pissed off from being inside. Sure, you know everybody's now feeling betrayed. It's betrayed their their yeah. freedoms or whatever. My freedom. I'm betrayed by Barack also the, Obama the, for making me wear a mask. Unemployment and being inside all the time. People are just frustrated. So I, lo- I love, so, I love this, the people that This go, is the feel-good show of the summer. I love that, that people go, well, you know, Barack Obama was too scared to run against Trump. He would have won. <laughs> 
And you go, <laughs> oh yeah. You go, what? Well, he didn't run in 2016. Barack Obama didn't run again. Oh, that's because he didn't sign the executive order to do a third term what? like Trump is wanting to do. You just go, what? <laughs> well, Trump's even trying, Trump's even trying not to have president. the election because of the COVID, you know. Yeah. It's Anyways. Oh, wait. Uh, Putin? That's a Putin different show that, that? Yeah, we had. So what the hell are we talking about? <laughs> Anyways, with J.K. Rawlings. That wasn't even on our topic sheet. I don't know no, where I, we already were. Fantastic well, that's because Beast. Fantastic Beast. But J.K. Rawlings. <laughs> that wasn't on our list either. <laughs> Well, we said As we you can tell, the Nerdables crew has some frustrations <laughs> that we need to get we, out. We were saying there was going to be other things we'd be talking about as well. No. Um, I, don't, just, I don't think that was one of them. No, it's just that I... It's, <laughs> it's, we were going to talk about a book and a Sentinel, for God's sakes. <laughs> but even, even, in, even in this, you know, hyper... I don't want to say hypersensitive because that's wrong. No, it's, you're right. No, because, because with Black Lives, Matter, Black Lives Matter and everything, that's not hypersensitive. That, that, no, but that, that's what I'm saying. That matters. That's not hyper. Right. The reaction to Black Lives Matter can be hypersensitive on both sides. Sure. That's but, the, the, the thing that you're getting into is yes, but the hypersensitivity to- is here. Hypersensitivity, I'll say why it's the right thing, is because you have to react to everything. You're not allowed not to react to stuff, but when you do react to it, everybody calls you super sensitive. Right. You, either you say Black Lives Matter is the greatest thing that's ever happened in this country, or you say it's the worst thing that's ever happened in this country, but good God, don't be silent about it because then you're worse than either of them. That's where we've gotten to in this country where silent. This is the thing I've talked about with movies. You either love it or you hate it. You're not allowed to like anything. Birds of Prey. I just yeah. said, I have no reason to see it again. Didn't mean I hated it. Right. Just meant I didn't love it to the point where I need to watch it six times a year. I saw it. I enjoyed it for what it was. If we see it again, fantastic. Whatever. But I'm not going to go out of my way to see it again. Right. And that kind of opinion in a cancel culture is not okay. It's got to be one way or the other because it feels like if it's not something like Harry Potter or Star Wars that you build a big part of your life around, it doesn't matter to you. I like Voltron. I love the new season of Voltron. I watched the old Voltron. I've had little Voltron things, but I'm not I, I'm not a big Voltron fan. Right. I'm not the biggest fan of the world. I'm not going out of my way to get that type of stuff. You really like the new She-Ra show, but you're the not she- going yeah. out running by buying She-Ra no. stuff. Well, I bought two pins. <laughs> <laughs> But other than that, but no, I'm not buying. I mean, there's nothing that really made for so me. Good. I thought that ending was amazing. Oh, that was amazing. Oh, that show was incredible. That yeah. was that was. I loved it. It was fantastic. Yeah, but I mean, but because Bo has a hole in the spacesuit. <laughs> in the spacesuit, he's got his belly button showing. He like, texts me. He's like, "Why does Bo have a, has, have his belly exposed in the spacesuit?" Because he's fancy. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, but he's the most girlish man. character in the entire show. But but the reason I brought up Black Lives Matter was because, in a way, the feelings that were brought up because of Black, Black Lives Matter can be the same thing when you say the feelings that J.K. Rawlings brings up in people yeah. when she makes statements like that. It's almost like your hero... You know, it's the old saying, when you meet your hero and you... you never not, meet your hero. Right, meet you meet your never heroes. meet your heroes. It... Twitter has allowed us to meet our heroes, and we're finding out. You don't want to know about your Chris. We don't. In, in a new age, when no one will never Walt admit. Disney. Yeah, you never, you never want to know the people that created your favorite stuff, and you don't want to know how they created it. Right. As we've seen this whole behind the scenes stuff, and all the stuff that's there, we don't want to know how this stuff is created. Yeah. In terms of like the, we do because we're gossip whores, and we want to know. 
what happened. I like I said it last week. I really want to know what is the Lord Miller cut a solo. Right. What What did they shoot? How did they get fired? But honestly, fifty years, forty, thirty years ago, you would go see Solo, and if you didn't live in L.A., you would have no idea that somebody got fired for that. Correct. You would never been never been announced. You would have been sitting there in a theater one time, like coming this summer, Solo. Oh, well, uh, cool. They're making a Solo movie. Directed by Ron Howard. <gasps> Opie did this. This is awesome. You wouldn't have known that there was this whole, you know, six months where this movie was being filmed by Lord and Miller and it went terribly awry for whatever reason. And they're like, hey, Ron, can you come finish this picture in six weeks? You got it, guys. And comes in, boom, nails it. And then they put out a film that most people were like, oh, it's sick of The Last Jedi. And now they watch it and go, well, that was fun. That was a really good movie. I don't know why I didn't go see that. Because you're dumb. That's why. But the reverse of this is, Something like J.K. Rowling's tweets. If she would have said that on some local news station or something, no one would have heard about it. And right, then, because you don't want to know your creators. Right. It's the Simpsons things. Like all your World Series heroes have either been drunk or high on cocaine. But it, would it? Does it make it better if you don't hear? You know, if her thoughts were still with her. There is. An argument to be made that ignorance is bliss when it comes to something like pop culture, because she's not creating policy. And again, there's nothing that anyone can really look at in the books or in the films that came out of it that she approved. If she of any, tried to that, break her that hold on that is a part of that yeah. thing. The thing that draw that that strikes me as really funny is there's also nothing in the books that, that there's no meaning to Dumbledore being gay, right? It's not a part of his character in the books. It's not a part of his character in the films. Um, there's nothing in it that makes it makes any of his actions worse or better. Until you get but she made beast. she made right because this is after when she makes the statement. Oh yeah, Dumbledore is gay. Yes, and I remember getting into this not argument the, the this discussion saying that doesn't mean anything. Right, because it's not. I don't have a problem. If he can be gay, he can be binary. He can be. I don't care. The point is that character. Is no, there's nothing in the character that is remotely affected by his sexual orientation. So, in a way, in my in my opinion, in a positive way, him being gay or straight means nothing. Obviously, Harry is at least bisexual, if not straight, because he falls for Ginny. Correct. Hermione and Ron are in a hetero relationship. Their sexuality matters because that's the connection in those characters yes. becomes towards the end. Malfoy doesn't matter what Malfoy is because that's not a part of his character at all. Correct. Severus, it does because he's in love with Harry Potter's mother. Yes. Um, Lily. Yeah. So that there's just like, it doesn't, it was an odd statement to me. Right. And that when people now, you know, virtual signal, signaling is this big thing. You know, if, if you're a white person that says black lives matter, oh, you're just virtual signaling. You're just saying that to, to sound, make yourself sound better, whatever. That to me, when J.K. Rowling says that, that's virtue signaling. It's like it doesn't matter whether he's gay or not. Now, oh, if you oh, go for okay. yeah, what is it? she just says it to says it to right. say it to look like look at me. I had a character that was gay. Who cares? It doesn't matter that he's gay in unless the material it, it was in the material that's already there. It doesn't matter that he's gay Correct. because you can't. I think she was answering a fan's question though. Yeah, but the, but again, there's nothing. There's nothing in the in the as a creator. As a creation, there's nothing in there. So his, like, oh, yeah, gay? Okay. sure, yeah. he's gay. Why? Not? There's, there's his relationships with the well, people around him. It doesn't matter whether he's gay or not. Right. There isn't an implied relationship with any of the teachers 
or God forbid the students in, in the, the, um, in the books or anything like that. So it really doesn't matter. So it's, it's just, it was an odd statement at the time. That's good. And then to have that same person then come out and, you know, years later and say, by the way, trans people shouldn't exist. They have no rights. They shouldn't be people. What? Like, where does that come from? So there is an ignorance in bliss idea of that. you bring something to your fandom? We had this, what was the, the thing this week? Like you assigning, what was it? We put it on the thread. It was something like it doesn't as if as a filmmaker, you don't have to assign oh, meaning yes, to your yes. own stuff because fans will do it fans for are, you. Yes, exactly. We've assigned. So we've, huge theories of star Wars based off of all of these different things that great later creators took to be these. Lucas is just writing a story like, Oh, this is the way the Jedi were. And this is how the war happened. And then this is why they didn't. And then, and then the emperor comes out and you have writers that have dealt with that since 1999 and beyond going, well, the reason that the Jedi lose is because they started this theocracy and this this dogmatic rhetoric idea, and they they take over the clone army, and they're not really protectors anymore, and they're the force is clouded, and they can't see the Emperor next to him, and this is all this stuff. We'll ascribe that to him. The the idea of well, it's awesome. the clones the clones are awesome, and they can hit everything on there. They can hit they can dot an eye at three thousand meters. But by the same people that you imply that they're the same people in, in episode four, they shoot at Luke for an hour and a half and can't hit him. No explanation. And then Karen Travis explains it because the clones were 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 basically right, yeah. popped out at five years old and they were trained for 10 years and entered as a clone army at 15. And the stormtroopers were flash trained for a year. Right. And they were terrible. It was just about the number. We assign hold on. We assign stuff to to our favorite fans. Oh, sure. Because it means something to us that isn't there. And so when you don't know what the creator originally intended, you can make a case that it doesn't matter what the original creator didn't intended. Right. It's what you as a fan are taking away from it. Now, in a, in a modern age, we all argue about what that means. When we were kids, we didn't. It was me. Star Wars means X to me. Star Wars means Y to you. And that's not a big deal. But right. now that I've got the internet and says Star Wars means Z. And if you disagree with me, you're wrong because this is what Star Wars means. Mm-hmm. But we, we assign things like, I mean, something as, as minute as, you know, an extra running through the background of Empire Strikes Back with an ice cream maker. You know, fans give him a name. Fans give him something. Yeah, yeah. Hello. They give him, you know, a back life, a story that the creators never intended. And, That's you know, the entire EU. I mean, <laughs> oh sure, t- tales from Mos Eisley's Cantina, tales from Jabba's Palace, tales from the New Republic, <laughs> even the Bounty Hunters. We didn't know anything about outside of Boba Fett, right? And then you get this thing like well, Boss does this. Like, who the hell is the great hunter? Like, he's in this guild and this stuff and everything, because you're expanding the stories and that type of stuff. I mean, even even um, Fantastic Beasts is exploring this pre this pre-world that that Harry Potter was in, you get a young Dumbledore, you get all these other characters and stuff like that. Which all came out of just a, you know, a reference to a book in yeah. within the series. You know, so, yeah, and then in, within this Fantastic Beast, now what was a fan asking a question, you know, their own fan theory about Dumbledore being gay has turned into a character trait 
for this character within the, the these, if you want to call them. Well, that's if you want to, if you want to throw at the idea that she decided right then and there that he's gay, which is unlikely. She probably in her head, your backstory for your characters in a book is always different. You know, sure. You oh, everybody, had, you, when you I'm write, that would be as if touched on it in the book. Instead of well, a, when you write, you have a character bible and you yeah. start writing out each trait and everything for that character. The funny thing would right. be is if it wasn't that he was asking, he was gay. You know, Dumbledore's gay. Like, yes, he is. <laughs> oh, and then just walk away. It's even more than she goes. Oh, that's what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. That's one of my favorite Onion articles. Kid refuses to play soccer because it's gay. <laughs> cracks me up. Um, like little Jimmy refuses to play soccer because he says, quote, that sport is gay, end quote. So, moving on. There's After a, an hour? There's a franchise that seems to always be dead, but keeps Star coming Wars. back. No, Tron. Star Wars. Transformers. Tron did not Batman. even. As, as we found out with the with the uh, the Disney Plus show, that. um was it the prop maker thing? Hold on, let me let him get it. A what? Hold um, on, hold on, hold on. God, I can't. Prop culture. God prop culture. damn it! Why do you do that? Because we can't wait for twenty yes. minutes on the. Oh. Jesus Christ! We have four and a half hours recording half the time. We can't give him an extra twenty seconds to let his brain explode. Oh, the other night. Oh, the, the other night was almost as bad as Devastator. I mean, it was close. I, and Beth was just, she was doing. She for all the things I fake it angry on this show for. That's the one. Stop helping you. I couldn't remember the name of Orphan taking Black. away my joy, and I kept saying, clone, "You know, the Clone Club show, the Clone, the clone Club." Club. Oh. And I, I couldn't remember Orphan Black, and I'm like sitting there for you know an hour and a half, just like, "What the hell is the name of that show?" I go upstairs. I almost catch it as I'm going upstairs. I refuse to look at IMDb because I've got to figure yeah. this thing out. And I came down. Did you see something with Tatiana Maslany? No, we were watching or... Warrior Nun, oh. and the girl in there kind of reminded me of her. Yeah. And you know, kind of, it was that same yeah. kind of idea, and uh, I'm like, Beth goes, I don't know, but you know, you know, she's an orphan in this show. Orphan Black! Oh my God, it's orphan! <laughs> I'm like, God, that was it! And she's like, You are never gonna get that. It's gonna be you? so much fun, and then Ethan had to ruin it. <laughs> the prop culture, prop culture, it's the prop culture. So it's they, a guy. It's a guy who apparently inherited like a billion dollars, right? And he's a big I, movie clip. I have no idea how he affords all this. He's a huge prop collector. Okay. So he's got a ton of props. And so it's taking a movie and finding some of the most famous props from those movies. Okay. So it's stuff like like The Nightmare Before Christmas to find who still has some of the models and pieces like that. Yeah. That actually made Melissa and I watch uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Realized, I don't think we've seen it since I saw it in the movie theater. Right. We watched it yesterday. Boy, that movie is dark. And one, you forget oh, yeah. how many non-Disney characters are in it. Yeah. I mean, it mm-hmm. ends with Mickey and... And Bugs Bunny talking to each other. Yeah. And it's well, just doesn't like, it end with... The, 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 that's it ends with... Yeah, yeah. It, ends, it ends with... And then Tinkerbell comes over and it's yeah. in with the thing. Um, oh, that poor shoe. I know. When he melts that shoe. <laughs> but, but, but that, that, that show... That show so that they, they found never. like real stuff from the movie. You know, something yeah. that doesn't have his lot... Uh, uh, you know, they've got a lot of different types of props from it. He finds the, the, the car that they used for Benny, uh, the okay. cab. Yeah. Because it was a real car to put Bob Hoskins in, like and then the they frame. put the skin over yeah. it, frame yeah. by frame. Boy, that guy is short, isn't he? Yeah. And so there's stuff like that. but And that's what the show is. So you know what the funny culture. thing is? And one of them is Tron. <laughs> one yeah. of them is Tron. One of the, the funny thing is, you'd never be able to see a movie like that again where there's so many characters who are outside of one. Story. That was part of what the we were talking about. The closest thing you get is Ready Player One. To a degree, yeah. But even well, then, even like Wreck-It Ralph, you'd think about all the Wreck-It characters. Ralph was one of the ones, yeah. yeah. 
But the thing with that is it's, it's Wreck-It Ralph is not a video game. So if you put video game IPs in a movie, it, it does nothing but help you. But it's you. also not two It's sort of the same houses. thing. Yeah, with Ready right. Player One. In this case, with well, have Warner Brothers and Disney. Many. I know, but with, mm. with having Warner Brothers and Disney both still creating cartoons with these characters to put them in the same film mm. is a level of cooperation we would never see in this type of era. Right. It's just like people have said, like, after quarantine... DC and Marvel should have gotten together and done JLA versus Avengers two. And both of them, like, there's no chance we're doing that. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way we'd both be able to make a ton of money. It would be great for the industry, but they're never the going to do it. They're mm-hmm. never going to, because it's DC doesn't have their what? crap together. <sighs> DC. <laughs> they, um, it's also like everyone wants to protect their IP and they're always afraid of it. The Simpsons family guy crossover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fact that family guy creators were so amazed that the Simpsons creators are basically like, yeah, do whatever you want. Because at that point, it's like, what are you going to do to our brand that we haven't already done to ourselves? Right. You know, just go ahead and do whatever you want. And we don't care. But that kind of cooperation doesn't happen, especially in corporate houses. I mean, it helps Mm -hmm. that The Simpsons is technically owned by Matt Groening. Yeah. Well, it's also that they're both Fox shows. Yeah, but it it is something. There is still something there in terms of it was a surprise to see someone who is protective of their own entity to then tell other people, go ahead and do whatever you want with it. So Tron... You know, even when we when you're watching Prop Culture, you find out he goes and talks to the the original creator or writer of it, and you find out that try I I didn't realize that Tron was a major flop. Oh yeah, you, know, you never think of Tron being a major flop because I don't I never saw kid, I never saw Tron in the theater. I saw Tron really? on, Yeah, I thought I saw Tron on on TV all the time. Huh? I never saw it in the theater. Yeah, I guess. I mean, when I was a kid, you know, I remember anything, seeing it in the anything that resembled Star Wars in the slightest. I saw it in the theater. Mm. And, you know, but it was, you know, according to every, you know, it was a, it was a flop. Didn't make any, it didn't make his money back. Right. It's a super expensive film that helped push uh, film production forward. And you could definitely tell the movie. Special effects forward. But. The movie, like, like ru- ruined his career. You know, he didn't get really any work after it. But it's one of those things where it got brought back for a TV series. No, it got brought back as a movie first. Movie first, yes. And that movie ended up being, for a lot of people, a flop, even right. though it's awesome. I have no idea how people have a problem with that movie. Tron, Tron Legacy. Legacy. Yeah. Tron Legacy is awesome. I saw Tron Legacy twice in one day. Yeah. I went in the morning with Mikey, and then you and Ethan went later. And That's I was, right. You want to go? Like, yeah, I'll go. I'll mm-hmm. see that twice. It's got the best. Oh, the soundtrack is so cool. Yeah. And then they did a TV series, and the TV series was awesome. Uprising. Uh, was so good. The music is amazing. The voice talent the is voice amazing. Voice talent was amazing. And then they like, no, we're not going to show this but that anymore. Considered because, to be a flop too. Yeah, because it got canceled after one season because they had to do a show about an orange that talks. Right. No, it's pretty much. Like, I know. Annoying Orange was on the air, and Tron Uprising wasn't. Neither yes. was Symbiotic Titan. Neither was Thundercats done in the anime style, which right. was. A lo- I mean, that is a lost treasure. <laughs> that is an amazing that season. Was so good. It's so well done. And then, like, nope, we're not doing this. We're gonna do an orange. But even that talks to you. But even Tron Uprising's toys didn't sell very well. You know, Uprising I don't think ever had any toys. It had a few. Did it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember the Tron Legacy toys because I know I've got I know I've got one of those, those the jets somewhere because it's three and three quarter scale. I never did find the light cycle for it. But, you know, I mean, Tron, think about it. Tron was one of the very first movies to ever use CG in a film. There's a ton mm-hmm. of CG stuff. There's a ton of crazy lighting effects and stuff. What's really amazing is that movie only has one matte painting. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with the computer. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But now we're getting there. There's, there was talk a while back about a Tron three. Then no one really said anything. And then when D- Disney Plus came out, they said there was some little ramblings going on. Well, really, the thing that seems to push it all, there's a ride. There is a ride. And it's a successful There's ride. a Tron coaster in Shanghai mm-hmm. that everyone says it loves, and it is coming to Walt Disney World. Yes. Probably By the time they reopen in 2025, because they're going to get shut down again because mm-hmm. it's just COVID. It's just the whole place is littered with COVID-19. <clears throat> I have a feeling. You can see it on the ground. I have a feeling at some point that ride will show up here in California Adventure. It won't. There's not enough room. Um, Trust. Do me a favor. Actually, trust me on this. I have talked to someone who works for Disney Construction. There you don't is, think, you don't there think is Simone zero, and Puma there will is, eventually be there incorporated? There is zero chance it is coming to Walt Disney, to Disneyland. It's not coming. It's, you don't think, you don't think they'll does, eventually does, make the park bigger? Zero is zero. They can't <laughs> make it any bigger. Because, because there is a mandate, even with the new, with the new parking structure. Yeah. Orange County has a mandate for how many people you expect and how many parking spaces you have to have. And they have to be within a certain amount of a certain amount of space, whether they're shuttles or not. It's not. It's not happening. It's too big. It is a big coaster. It's too big. Um, the only way that it would happen, and this is never going to happen because they didn't do it for Star Tours, is to tear down Tomorrowland and rebuild it. Because you could build that in Tomorrowland, going through the other rides. You can also get rid of the hotels on the other side. There's of the no way they're doing that. <laughs> The only way they get rid of a hotel is when the Orange City Council says, hey, we're not going to give you your tax breaks. And then Disney just throws up two middle fingers, says, there goes your 20,000 jobs, pal. So Tron 3, as of right now, looks to be called Tron Ascension, starring Jared Leto. Where is this from? Uh, Newsweek. Wow. And Daft Punk is supposed to return to do the soundtrack. Of course. If you don't, now at this point, if you don't do... The soundtrack with Daft Punk. There's, there's no reason. Yes. Especially that, that I need, one. I don't need Jared no, Leto. Bobby McFerrin's going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. Be happy. So uh, on the uh, podcast, Light the Fuse, Disney music exec Michael Leib. Leib? Leib? L-E-I-B. podcast people actually listen to. <laughs> provided a... But we don't a, get a Disney exec on our podcast. I'm sure someone would listen. He, he provided some progress to the threequel, saying we have a great script. It was a really phenomenal script. Like he's going to say anything else. I, I love those. Those are the best. <laughs> we have a script. It kind of sucks. We'll probably have to rewrite it. But we've got a script. Yes, basically he said on a podcast that, he said that with, he feels with the advent of Disney+, Plus, there are more opportunities to do something like this. Mm-hmm. He sees that we feel the timing is right. We've learned a lot from the, our lessons from the last movie, which I still love the last movie. The movie's amazing. Legacy was a good movie, yeah. I, I even know, saw it in 3D I, and I still enjoyed it. I know a lot of people had we did, Yeah, we saw it in 3D. Yeah. 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 My I'll, head hurt the entire time. And then it, there was parts where it was like, Remove your glasses now. It's yeah. like it was, this all, it was is all the, the stupidest non- thing. It was the nonstop. Uh, yeah. Um, I know a lot of people had problems with the Jeff Bridges facial scan. He's in a cartoon, but it works for it because he's in a cartoon. Yes. For God's yes. sakes, he's a digital world. Of course, he's going to look sort of digital. I think more people had the problem with the fact that Clue wasn't Jeff Bridges and like, I don't know, man. Yeah. Like, just do whatever you want, dude. I'm wearing a robe. Here's my thing. He wasn't. They the were dude. decided to change the creator from the original Tron into Jeff Bridges. Yes. When he's in that film. And uh, is it is it Garrett Hedlund? Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that one's Garrett Hedlund. 
I'm, I'm disappointed to see that Jared Leto's in it instead of Garrett Hedlund. I thought he was good in it. I, he's not done anything since, except that, that Netflix movie. And he's not bad in that movie. But it was just kind of, you know, that's like the only thing he did. Yeah. I love that movie. I kind of uh, watched that movie. But there, there were also people that had problem with Olivia Wilde being brought out of the computer. Well, look, it makes no sense. <laughs> but again, it's about, it's, it's, a, it's a, once they get into the world, here's the thing with Tron legacy versus Tron. Once you get into the world, it's pretty much just our world. Sure. You know, it's the sort of thing like when they explain the revolution, it really doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right. It's just like we created these things and they were like, I don't know what's going on. All I know is he's got a disc and he throws it at people and stuff explodes and he's riding around on a motorcycle and Olivia, uh, uh, um, damn it. My turn. You just said her name. Olivia Wilde. There you go. You don't have to do that. I could have let you go. You said Olivia. <laughs> I said Olivia. I was, like, Olivia. I was gonna say Olivia Newton John. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia Wilde looks amazing in that film uh-huh. when she's on that couch. Forget it. Oh yeah. And then it's just like it's it's fun and it's crazy and it's it's really really cool. And now it's just like just do another film, which they are. Hopefully, Ascension. Yeah, if it's on Disney Plus. How cheap do you think that film's going to be? It's Disney. It's not going to be cheap. It's, you know what? Honestly, The Mandalorian is made with a budget that you would be surprised how low it is. Yeah. And look what they did with it. Most yes, of that that's budget a little bit went different to the than, child. Yeah. It's a little bit different than a film that is all special effects. Right. The yeah. entire thing is special effects. Um, I don't think that I think I don't think shooting it in a dome is going to help you. I mean, it, it'll help it you, but I don't, I don't think it's going to be exactly what you need uh, for but it. But look, here's the thing. I think that especially with the backup of COVID. There's so many films that you had already that were supposed to be in pre-production and production that these other films you want to do, unless you don't, unless, you're not going to have a, a, a date open for them in the theater. Oh, I have no idea. Unless you are going to start putting some of them on Disney Plus. Right. Well, it's also the fact that when you have Disney Plus, you have to create content for it. Yes. As I said from the start, the reason that they do series weekly is because it you don't have to do as much content. Correct. You just have to make The Mandalorian season one, and it gives you ten weeks of new content. Mm-hmm. Versus, we dropped ten hours. Everyone in the world watched it in nine hours somehow, and now we're done. And now you got all these people online going, "I want to watch the next season of Mandalorian. I'll go need it because I want." One episode, it. they had two screens up. <laughs> no, they played it in like. <laughs> Uh, double it, yeah, speed yeah, or something like that. <laughs> like what like, they say, it? like YouTube, you can watch it in 1.25 well, you can, times. It's like the audio books. Still, audio yeah. No, the podcast has that. The podcast yeah. have it too, where you can yeah. watch it at one, or you can do it really low. They did that on Kevin and Bean, where they would listen to the Kevin and Bean podcast on half what, speed. What, what, uh, yeah. what show? The old, I just the found old that out too. I'm like, oh, really? Oh, yeah, no, they've been yeah. off the air for months. I was like, holy crap, they got fired. I'm like, damn. Um, well, Bean didn't. No, I know Kevin did, and the whole crew got fired. I was like, I read that. Not like, the whole crew got fired because Beer Mug's still there. Is Beer Mug still Beer there? Beer Mug is still doing Fridays, apparently. He's still <sighs> on there at some point doing some overnight. Yeah. I was like, that's who you kept? Oh. Um, but it, they would play it at half speed mm. because it sounds like everybody's drunk. Yeah. <laughs> so today in the news, someone shot themselves. <laughs> like this is, <laughs> you can do the same thing with podcasts. I listen. There was a, there was a day the first time I, I noticed it I hit play and whatever and I'm doing something and boy it sounded like Doug was talking really fast in the puck podcast and then Eddie was just running like are they are they in trouble like what's oh I got it at like one point one or whatever so Batwoman's found her new woman that Bat- makes zero sense Batwoman's found her new woman yes the the gay love story well 
So the Batwoman TV series has found their new Batwoman. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did you hear about this? <laughs> <laughs> Mikey just finds out news on the show. <laughs> it's, that would uh, actually be a lot of fun. I saw this. I just like no, I was taking Ambrose to the YMCA the other day. I'm like. Why striker always on in the morning and because that's who like, they replaced him. Yeah, that's whatever like, he says. He is, says Klein for Ernest Klein. All I can think of is Klein and striker and Klein. And they were finding out. It'd be hilarious to have you find out the news from here. One of my favorite things on the Puck Podcast is Doug doesn't look at the standings before they do the show, so he oh. doesn't know exactly where everybody is. So, like this year, the San Jose Sharks went to the Western Conference Final last year. Mm. In the middle of the year, they were last place in uh, in the Western Conference. So it has to be big news. But whatever it is, it just be no big news would be great too. But the idea was, there was a point where they're going through. There's there's um, eight teams in the Pacific Division. So he says, and at number seven, the Kings, which means the Sharks are last. You just hear Doug go, "Oh no, Sharks! What are you doing?" <laughs> it's like this immediate reaction when he realizes that the Sharks are the worst team in the Western Conference, and they went to the Western Conference final last year. It was hilarious. That's like the thing. We'd love to do a show. We'd love to do something like, "Hey, so so, you know." That one finds the person who, wait, what new? What? Ruby Rose got fired. What happened? <laughs> so, okay. First of all, the new character, the new actress is from God friended me. Her name is Javika Leslie. A Leslie? J- no, Javika Leslie. There you go. Um, She's cast as the Crimson Knight. Is that, the, was that what they call Batwoman now? Here's the funny thing about this. And this is entertainment weekly. In this article, they say that she's the first black actress to play the DC. Oh, to play the DC character heroine in live action. Mm. Because I, I the first time I read it, I thought it said she's the first black actress to play a DC heroine in live action, which would not be true. It's a shame she's she's a but how, addicted but, to heroin. There it is. Yes. connected to heroin. In my- so Ruby Rose has already, you know, sounded off that this is a perfect casting choice. She loves it. What is she going to say? No, I don't, want, <laughs> I, I don't want this bitch to follow me. I know. <laughs> um, Just kidding guys. I'm coming back. They are still going with the idea that she, her name is uh, Ryan Wilder and that she, you know, the whole thing with, she lives in a van, not down. 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 I really hope, I really hope they have her in a van down by the river. <laughs> and the van has to have Chris Farley painted on the side of it somehow. <laughs> and the first time I still remember that, I was sitting in the backyard when the first time I was like, it was like the casting call for the character. So this is a character that is a, you know, a person of color. And she lives in a van down by the river, like, in a van down by the river. Did you know Chris Farley was originally supposed to play Shrek? Yes. Yes. But he, he actually he filmed he record, a bunch of them. He, yeah, he recorded or, most of the lines. Yeah. Right he was before, also part yeah. of the reason that originally, what's his face, wasn't going to do it. Yes. Because he was like, Mike Myers. Yeah, Mike, Mike Myers was like, I can't do it. Yep. Um, and then he's like, wait, I make how much money? <laughs> so I'll do it then. <laughs> Let me ask you this. And this is going to seem like an odd question, but does the casting choice. Whether she's black, white, Asian, indigenous, you know, Filipino, whatever, does it matter? Does it make, does it influence your decision to watch the show any more or less? No. no. Good. 
it's all about the stories for me. Like yeah. I don't care who's Here's the thing. In I don't care character. about any of the CW shows anymore. Right. So it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it just it, cuz it's Cause the same here, here's thing. my thing when I said that they should not they should really just let the show go. Uh-huh. And part of that was because the only way that it would matter to me is if they found an actress that I was already a fan of and then I might choose to tune in. And I think a big appeal of that show was that Ruby Rose was in it. And you, once you lose oh, those totally. viewers, it doesn't matter who it is. They're not coming back. Totally. Not, they're not, it's like it doesn't matter if she's black, Asian, if she's Filipino, if she's indigenous, if she's a dude. It Long doesn't. They're not, trans. they're not coming to see it because, I, excuse me, I think a big appeal for a certain uh, uh, part of that audience was that they were following Ruby Rose. Mm-hmm. And that's why when they when she said I'm gone, my immediate reaction was just cancel the show. Yeah, because I don't think you're not getting those people back, and I think it's a big enough contingent that it doesn't make any sense for that show to to continue to me. But I guess we'll see. And the reason I ask is because articles like this one they make they 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 make a habit of identifying. One of the key points of identifying the actress or you know or the new the person being replaced is not only their gender, not only their sexual orientation, but the color of their skin. And it's like they well, do Well, that's the, the thing now in days. Everybody wants to know that because they're like, well, I got to support a certain group of people or I want to I want to see Hollywood for the same, support. For the same the, reason that people would go to see Ruby Rose, you may see people of color tune into this show now because she's black. So it is, it is mm-hmm. news. We want to get to a but world where it isn't. But it's also... Here's more of the damned if you do, damned if you don't. When you say it, you're going to have people go like, why do they have to identify her? What does it matter if she's black or not? But if they don't say it, you're going to have people like, why didn't you mention that she's black? It, it's whatever I, okay. you do. Whatever okay. you do, someone's going to tell you. In a much, it's in a much different way, it's, it's the sports thing, right? The sports reporter, you, there's trade rumors about your star player, and the sports reporter's in front of him, and you know he's not going to say anything, but the reporter has to ask that question, what do you think about the rumors of you getting traded to a team that sucks? Guys, I'm not going to answer any questions about that. And then you look at the reporter and go, why did you ask that question, dumbass? Because, and this is something that Eddie has said as a reporter, and, and I've heard other reporters say, if I don't ask that question, all of a sudden my readers, listeners, bloggers, whatever, come to me like, why didn't you ask the question? I have to ask the question because I have to get them to answer it so that we can move forward. It's the same thing here. You have to mention it because anyone reading that article is like, why aren't you mentioning the if fact that she's black? If you don't mention black? it, then you're, it's almost especially like you're when you to yeah, mm. Especially when you know that it's very likely she is the first black actress to play a Bat character. Correct. Because there hasn't been a lot of people that have played Bat characters. So you're going to mention it because if you don't, you're in trouble one way or the other. So you might as well just do it. Sure. I get that now. Okay. I just, you know, it's just one of those things where when I'm reading those type of articles and everything... No, we hope as a society one day we get to a point where we don't have to do that kind of stuff. It's just, but I guess it's different for me because I'm going to look up the actor. You know, if I if I'm reading all this, you know, okay, you know, uh, most people are Leslie is taking over. I'm going to look up who she is and what she's done. Most people reading Entertainment Weekly aren't going to. Mm -hmm. Sure, and I get that. I understand that now. Um, what was I going to (laughs) say? Um. You were going to say she's the first black actress. No, I was going to say... Well, that you look her up on IMDb to see... No, I was going to say, sticking with the Bat universe, Mm. the world of Batman is coming to HBO Max. The wonderful world of Batman. That's what it almost sounds like. 
Because for for about a week, oh. everyone thought we were going to get and Bat Ben Affleck. Yeah. But we're not. We're going to get a series for a movie that hasn't come out yet. Yes. Matt Reeves is Batman. The Batman. The Batman. I'm Batman. But I think the reason that people got confused was because there was that news that Batfleck or you know Ben yeah, Affleck yeah. signed news, a deal. He didn't. The news right. was. Oh, that's right. That's there's right. a Batman thing coming to HBO Max, and people assumed it was Ben Affleck was signing a deal to make something for HBO Max. Right. That story was never reported by any significant source at all. What it became was significant sources. Reliable sources say an HBO Max series based on the Gotham City PD yes. is coming. It is set in the Matt Reeves universe because Commissioner Gordon is the same actor who was the actor in Matt Reeves' film. Yes. And so they are obviously connected, and we are already committing to a series for a movie no one has seen. And we have no idea if it's good or not. And everyone who tells me, but I trust Matt Reeves, I trust that's great. I trust Steven Spielberg. He made Ready Player One. So you're going to get ones Man, that are let bad. go of that. Oh, it's, I can't believe he made that film. I still refuse to believe he made that film. But my point stands <laughs> is that you, people that you trust can make entertainment. You That's could say the same thing good. about J.J. Abrams. I could easily say that about J.J. Abrams. Um, I haven't liked everything that J.J. Abrams has done. I haven't liked everything, everything that... Mm, I haven't seen... I think it's Steven, Steven Soderbergh, but Steven Soderbergh probably did something I didn't like. Joel Schumacher. Didn't see. Um, Joel Ron, Ron Howard. When Joel, I like all Ron Howard. When Joel Schumacher died, the only thing, that, and it was like, he did the Batman and Robin. He was like, no, there's been good films that he did before Batman and Robin, <laughs> but that's all you guys talk about. But in saying that, I just, it was weird to see this and just going, can we get the film first? Can we see the film? Can we get the fan reaction to the film? No. No. Let's already commit to a TV series. And let's... There's a... We're going to do the sequel no matter what. We saw how that worked out for Birds of Prey, didn't we? Before the week before the movie, we know everyone's going to love this film. And we're going to make a sequel. Don't worry, Margot Robbie's going to come back because Harley Quinn and all these other characters will be there. <laughs> Nobody saw it. Guess what, guys? We've canceled that. That's not here anymore. I don't know why we bothered to mention that in the first place. Aye. <laughs> Oh, no, that's right. Okay. I was thinking Ron Howard directed Howard the Duck. I was going to say, you like it? No. George Lucas directed Howard the Duck. <laughs> Actually, no, he didn't. He should have. He should have. <laughs> Willard, uh, was it? Willard Duck? Scott? <laughs> Smucker's Jam brings you Howard the Duck. He's 100 years old Willard today. Willard Huck? H-U-Y-C-K? That, that's got to be an alias. <laughs> <laughs> he already knew the movie was going to be bad. He's, yeah, like, he's like, nope, don't want my name attached to this. Use my fake name. No, he was also, oh, he was a writer too, and he was he wrote American Graffiti, uh, Indian. American so he's graffiti. worked with George Lucas a lot. Indiana oh, yeah. Jones and the Temple of Doom. He wasn't the main writer. Come no. On. <laughs> um, from French Postcards. That's an old movie. That <laughs> no, he wrote French Postcards. <laughs> he was in France, like. I wish you were here in French. <laughs> so so apparently he's worked a lot with George Lucas. Yeah. So, and Lucas mm-hmm. said, hey, yeah, go ahead. It's probably George film. Lucas's pen name. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want anybody to know. That's the big secret we find out like on Leah Thompson's deathbed. George Lucas directed Howard the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> George Lucas. Is oh, my William God. Huck. He made a crappy movie before episode one. <laughs> wow. Uh, people would say... Talk about people who... <laughs> 
We, this is going to be good because George Lucas did. He did the Star Wars films. Misa, I love it. Oh, no, what's happening? <laughs> Let's talk about the trade debate. Oh. <laughs> Whoa, double lightsaber. Oh, he's dead. Never mind. <laughs> or is he? Um, so this week, we also had the opening of Disney World and Downtown Disney. And we're going to have the closing of Disney World <laughs> and Downtown Disney. Because Florida and California have the two largest percentage spikes in the history of COVID. Did you see Saturday, which was the opening of Disney World for uh, for just people? Guests. You know, pass holders mm-hmm. was open on Friday. Did you see they were social distancing? Everyone was six inches away from each other. <laughs> Did you see the rain that came down too? Yes, that's God telling you to leave. <laughs> that was God saying, get away from each other. When, when there's 40 days and 40 nights of water in Florida, it's been raining in Florida for four weeks. And, Get out. Just stop it. <laughs> Everybody's just floating out to sea. Inconceivable. No, it's, no, it's very conceivable. God can do wonders. Um, like flood Florida. It just stops right at the border. <laughs> so two people already reported that they went to Disney World with you COVID. Had, you had two bloggers yes. that were, when they filmed themselves going to the tent or whatever, going to the medical office, complaining of, hold on, high fever. <laughs> Shortness of breath, dry coughing. Now, she tried to pass it off as, I have a nut allergy, but I've taken, but it mentions in it, I took the Benadryl, and usually that works for me. That didn't work for me. (laughs) We're going to MGM Studios tomorrow. (laughs) These are people that need to be shot. And I'm not kidding. Not just that. Find them, put them in the middle, right next to the Walt statue, like, here's I'm with Mickey, and just... (laughs) They're done. Next on Pop the wonderful world of Disney. <laughs> Who else has a fever? People just walking out, you know, really quickly. But world it, of color, red. <laughs> Here's the thing. With the scanning, because I know we went to downtown Disney Day, and they do. They, they temperature scan you before you walk in. It really doesn't matter. No, <laughs> apparently not. No, it doesn't, because... One of the things with COVID-19 is it can give you 14 days sure. before you show any symptoms. It's not like the flu. You get the flu, you know it within 24 hours. Mm. Boy, I'm kind of sweaty and my temperature's up and I don't feel good. COVID, <laughs> you're like, I have it. I'm a carrier. I'm asymptomatic. As we sit in a room with someone who just went to downtown Disney and just been like, I'm fine. That's okay. <laughs> and then on the 13th day after you caught it, you're like, man, I feel like crap. And now you're like, well, I spent two weeks spreading this sort of thing. So they walk through the gates of Disney World with no symptoms. They're on. It's a small world after it all. And all of a sudden you get a fever. Most people get sick on that ride because of the, I'm just speculating. But, you know, they get sick because of the song. They get sick because of COVID. It's the, well, no, uh, it's seasickness because the boats just walk by. Dare <laughs> <laughs> you to drink water. <laughs> I don't think that is water. That's actually probably the cure for COVID. <laughs> Oh, dude, it's a small world. <laughs> if you if you drink the pirate's water, yeah, you'll get it, which Chris Johnson did once. Um, drink he got, pirate's he water? Drunk, he, drunk, he drank the water and Pirates of the Caribbean to become violently ill for three days. Oh, really? Get sick? Uh, yeah. I, oh. always put, I always put my hand over the boat and just sit there you with my never, hand in the water. I've, <laughs> that's probably why. Is, Everybody keeps putting their hands. That's where is, COVID came from. This is, uh, this is probably... <laughs> Melissa did that once, and I said, "Why are you putting your hand in the AIDS water?" Oh, <laughs> you have AIDS so now. So wrong. It's wrong, but it's also right. You know, there's AIDS in that water. Not at all. You know what's not in that water? Urine. You know what's not in that water? Water. H two O is sure not in that urine water. In there somehow. O two H O two. Didn't you? Didn't you hold Bella over the side and she just peed in it? <laughs> 
Go ahead, honey. It's the people like you and Ethan that go down the hill and piss yourself because you think you're going to fall out the boat or just because you hate heights or fall. myself on pirates. No, no, no. It's just it's not that far of a drop. I just don't like the feeling of dropping. <laughs> um, so downtown Disney opened on Thursday with six and a half hour wait lines to get into retail shops. The retail shops. And then, because you can't you buy stuff in, anywhere. Wait, wait, else. when you you had the social distancing, when you got in there, people were mad rushing the 65th anniversary merchandise, grabbing just racks of merchandise and clothes to sell on eBay. Oh well, yeah, not and then they put them back. <laughs> <laughs> and just so you know, COVID nineteen stays on people's clothes. <laughs> and the funny thing is, you got that damn the Cove Hotel right there, and right from here, it's CVO, it's COVI. <laughs> Like the COVID hotel. Um, but yeah, I mean, they have signs up everywhere that says, you know, please limit, you know, your touching of merchandise. <laughs> please limit your touching. <laughs> <laughs> please limit your touching yourself. Um, but, you know, so it's like Beth went to go grab something just randomly. I'm like, no, don't touch, you know, because you can see the people back there ready to sanitize right after you walk right. away. Nothing like sanitizing a t-shirt. They're all <laughs> hiding in the middle of the racks. And then once you leave, you just see... <laughs> Like a little spray. I have to admit, they they do a great job. I mean, I know this is the first weekend, so the A team's there. But after Hannibal and Via Veronica, don't touch this stuff. They're the ones sanitizing. Um, you just see Holly Vans. Mad, Holly Mad Murdoch's got like a little drone. <laughs> sanitizing. You just after, see Vans going up and down downtown district. One van. It's one van. <laughs> they want you to think it's one van. Um, but no, they do a great job of, you know, they sanitize the area right after the, each person is at the cashier and they it's move easy you to do and ma- you don't have through. a paper product. Oh, sure. Mm. Everybody's always like, are you sanitizing? Like as much as we can, cause guess what? Can't sanitize comics. And <laughs> they're doing a lot better. You know, they're, they're trying to limit cash and you know, the interaction with hands and things like that. We're in a coin shortage. Yeah, I know. Right. Try to sell your coins back to the government and see if they'll give you more money for them. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, I want five cents for this penny. <laughs> okay, sir. Yeah, We're already have. in so much debt; it doesn't matter. <laughs> Let's just do it. I got that twenty dollars in coins that I found. But you know, I turned um, that into sixty. After the mad rush on Thursday, Friday they said there was nearly no one on uh, you know downtown. Disney. Well, yeah, because everybody else is staying at home selling all that stuff on eBay. <laughs> and then yesterday, and then today, they were saying that the first hour was really busy, and then after that, it got it just slowed <laughs> down and you know kind of mellowed out. But did you I know say that, it was the opposite? You guys were early and you were fine, and then by eleven a.m. it was yeah, it, it seemed to get worse. So no, that's I think that's probably because of the, the weekend. It's, it's the just, same thing as Disneyland. Melissa and I go early. We do six attractions, and I still I still remember sitting at um, oh, the restaurant that's next, not next to Pirates, but uh, the the one that's in the front. It's right on the thing. I can't remember the name of it, but we're on the patio. Oh, Southern place. It something yeah like plantation type. Yeah, it's, and we're just sitting on the patio mm-hmm. having breakfast, and you can feel the park getting busier. Oh, yeah. Because when we sat down, there weren't a lot of people between us and the, and the Rivers of America. And then by the time we were almost finished, it was super packed. And then she's sitting on this side, and I'm on this way, and they exit from Adventureland. And then Captain Red walked out. And, went, <gasps> and then I just tried to look away. She's like, what is it? She turned, she's like, oh, that's what it is. I'm like, I, that was an involuntary reaction. I'm sorry. <laughs> she's like, let's go take a picture. I'm like, can we? That'd be awesome. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go. I am going to have to run. Look how lucky. Um, the You're sad, swell. 
The saddest thing was... Yes, she is. <laughs> the saddest thing She's wasn't small. standing in front of the gates and watching the same clothes. The saddest thing was when you... You know how when you go when in you the gates... you try to touch them and they shoot you? <laughs> no, when you go in the gates, you know how they have the Mickey uh, flower arrangement? With yeah. Whatever. yeah, they just let that die. All the, the Mickey's still there. But every one of the flowers around it, you know, that do anything special or, you know, like sometimes they have it mm. where it comes out, looks like stars or so whatever for the seat, whatever season it is. All of those pla- plants are dead. Well, yeah, because they're probably going to replant like, everything. Right. There's no reason to plant it not knowing when people are going to yeah, come back. I know. And it's just Let like, me tell you, if they tell you, if they tell you tomorrow we're going to open on Friday, there's going to be a whole lot of plants right there on Friday. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's just like, it was really weird to see it like that. You know, it's also, just, so I, I think if they decided to take those out because they change them so often, even if they took out the dead plants and just left it, it would still look odd. The one thing I'm disappointed about was they should have taken the Mickey face that's there. Made it a which, COVID? No, 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 no. Which is plants. They should have taken the smile and made it a frown. Yes, because that's like what Disney sad. does. <laughs> like he's no. sad that no one's coming into the park. Why isn't anyone in my park? <laughs> Where's all the people that come? I need you spending your money, you assholes. Come on. <laughs> That's not it. <laughs> That's terrible. Well, it's horrible. So, uh, anybody got anything You see, else? that button is useful. <laughs> yes, we were talking about the fastest HasLab in history. Oh, yes, we were. Yeah. Um, Mikey, this is news for Mikey, I bet. So I'm sure Mikey's what, on the HasLab. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I saw yeah. it. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So, but I was like, you've got... What is it? Two feet? It's two, it's feet, two feet, two, two inches. inches. No, I know, but the one that you bought. Oh no, that's the three and three quarter one is is dwarfed by it. Oh, it's really? like a foot. Oh yeah. wow! So on Friday, I think Hasbro, they had comparisons between the two, and it's this is speaking lot of taller. Mickey having COVID. This so, is robots. The new hidden Mickey's. <laughs> so the new hidden Mickey's are all COVID. Oh. the ears are all COVID. So on on Friday. Um, uh, so on Marvel, Monday, well, has on Monday, Monday they did it right, or was no, it, it Friday? Friday. Friday they announced. Oh yeah, they did announce it Friday. So, yeah, Friday they did. Fridays. They did the fan first Friday, and they announced a a black series scale Sentinel, and that's all they announced. And everyone was bitching about that for a while. Well, they showed a picture of it. Yeah, so they they show you the Sentinel. It comes with a figure. It comes with Bastion, Bastion, and then Bastion has a second head, so he can be for people that want to buy multiples of them. Uh, he can become the yeah, the Prime yeah. Sentinel. It's three hundred and fifty dollars, and it went live like at ten thirty. And on Saturday, it was funded. It had needed six thousand. It needed six thousand backers at yeah. three fifty, which we figured out is two point one million dollars. Yeah. In less than twenty four hours, they had it done, and they have every thousand backers at seven, eight, and nine. There's another unlock. So at the end of that, they showed you the unlock for the seven thousand. Mm-hmm. If we get seven thousand backers, it comes with a master mold head. And cool. after they got past seven thousand, which they did yeah. in like today, yeah. in another twenty four hours. Yeah. They showed you the unlock for the eight thousand, and that is the sentinel head being damaged. And it's yesterday, not just head. It had, it's, it's the arms. Too. Yeah, the that's spooky. The fingers are I, cut I, off. I swear, I almost texted you, and I wish I would have. When I was driving home yesterday, and I was thinking about it because I was thinking of the numbers and stuff like that, and I said in my head, the one thing that I think would get me to really think about it is to have a damaged head and a damaged hand. Yeah. Because the diorama possibility now oh, gets yeah. better. Yeah. And that's what they announced today. Yeah. And if they get to 8,000. Now, the reason that 24 hours is a big deal is it took the barge, which was their very first one, all the, the way Wars until the barge. end. It, it did it with like 24 hours to go. Okay. And it was so far behind. I remember he and I were texting numbers back and forth to each other and doing the math. At one point, we were something like, there needs to be 700 backers a day mm. 
and they did for the last four weeks in order to get to the end. And is if it's coming towards the end, it's like this isn't going to happen. This isn't, and then it happens. And we've always said, and I've been as strong as I have been with that. I am all but convinced there's shenanigans in there. With the they make Unicron. deals. Like, oh, we'll no, no, just, hold on. just for this. Just let's just talk about the barge. We're talking about these one by one. Okay. So for the barge, it always felt like they went to like Dorkside and Entertainment Earth yeah, and places yeah. and said, "We'll sell it to you cheaper if you buy multiples," because at that point. As long as you're close right. and you can get to that number, it'll still be... We're not going to lose money on it. Right. The second one was the Cookie Monster never got done. The cookie Monster? They did, a, they they did, did like a life-size, life-size Cookie Monster. Oh, a life-size Muppet Cookie Monster. Had, I never saw it. And it, it was and it didn't get funny. Yeah, it, it, was, it was really amazing. I mean, it looked the, just like Cookie Monster. The barge, and the reason that I've always said there's shenanigans there too, is there's no way the very first HasLab project was going to fail. Right. They couldn't let it fail unless yeah. it failed spectacularly. But it also didn't need as many as the Sentinel. Correct. It needed five. It needed like four or five thousand. It needed. I think it needed five thousand. But it was also like twice the price of it. It was five hundred dollars. Yes. Yeah. So then the third one was Unicron. Yeah. Unicron yeah, gets to close to the end, and they extend the Extension. period. Yeah. And then they're, even at the extended period, they almost didn't make it. And they're like, "Hey, we made it. We think it's the same." All of thing. a sudden, yeah. at the very very end, the they Sentinel just... gets announced. Twenty four hours later, they have six thousand backers, and to me, it really shows. And I'm not saying there's any shenanigans with this. People seem really excited for this, and it makes sense. Yeah. And now that it's at this point, this is the first one that I've seen where I'm like, I kind of want to do this now. Yeah. I'm waiting to see if they get to eight. When they get to eight, here's the kicker: nine. they have five. No, no. When they get to eight, they've already hit eight. Hold on. They're already. At Please eight. let me finish okay. my sentence. Oh, when they saying? get yes. to eight, they will show you what's at nine. They have not gotten eight yet. At seven, they showed you what it was. When they got to six, they showed you. They might be now, but at the time they showed it. Oh, they're at 850. Yeah. They're 85. 8,500. But at the time, when they hit the goal, they show you the lock for the next ones. That they showed you the unlock for nine yet? No. Okay. Maybe they don't have any. No, there is. They said said on the thing, after 6,000, for every 1,000, at 7, 8, and 9, there's another unlock. And the funny thing was, there was a guy on that said, wait, does that mean that it's, it's... it's capped at 9,000. Like, no, it's going to be yeah. as many as we can get. They still have five weeks before this is over. There's oh, 43 days, 42 days left. Yeah. Oh, wow. 43 <laughs> days and 58 minutes. How much could you add to that, though, too? Like, that's yeah, why think, there's only one more. I think uh, they could do oh, one at 10,000. Okay. I think that you have to do something at 10,000 because uh, it depends on what they really. <laughs> What they give they you another planned. one. No, no. Maybe they give you two figures, two mini figures. Or, yeah. I thought of the idea that they would give you a second Bastion with the Sentinel head, yeah. so you get two. Maybe they could give you the second Tentacle because as of right now, only has one Tentacle. So the piece has seventy-two pieces of articulation. It has a Tentacle that comes out of its hand. That's the wire, so it can be posed in different yeah, ways. It can hold okay. the character up. It the the chest lights up. Yeah. So it's got electronics in it. It's insane, and it's just. The, the, uh, this is the first where I'm like, because the barge was too big yes, and it's right. horizontal and it's like, I don't have a lot of three and three quarters in it necessarily. Yeah. This is, it's vertical. Yeah. It's two feet. You can put it in a corner. You can put it in a corner. That's why when people are like, don't you want the flag? I'm like, no, I want the Defiant for G.I. Joe because the, defi- the Defiant is a vertical playset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I can put <laughs> that in a corner, whereas I need a room for the flag. The flag is seven and a half feet long. As much as I would love it, until yeah, the garage is done, or somehow I'm allowed to build a basement in Earthquake Country, it's not. I'm not putting it anywhere. Well, Beth asked me. She goes, she goes, do you? Because I, I was like, I think I want this, and she says, I'm not going to get it for you if it's just going to go into storage until we have a bigger place for you to put it out. True. She goes because There's you know, no like even even like the snowspeeder, the six inch snowspeeder. Put it in Newt's cage. She's like, mm-hmm. well, 
Yeah, being as tall as Newt's cake. Exactly. That's the point. Uh, Just have Newt's crawling like, all yeah, over the arch. Very, very cool. <laughs> For something like that, it, it's, it's a piece that you'd want to put out and display. That's yeah, why the... $350, yeah. That's the thing. Is, when I looked at it, it was like 350 is still... I mean, obviously, be the most I've ever spent on a toy because I don't even I don't buy collectible toys for three fifty. Yeah. But yeah, you don't buy you don't buy the sideshow or the hot toys or things like that. Hot either. toys is such a waste to me. <coughs> it's such an expensive thing the that imports. you're not going to see for like four fucking years. So oh, there's the F one. <laughs> Almost made it through the whole show. <laughs> um, That's terrible. It's oh, I'm debating it so hard, <laughs> so hard. We'll probably yeah, watch that nine thousand. Unlock comes in and that's going to be... It, it could be. be a, but now I can't think of what it would be. Because at the 7, when they showed you the... Um, they could take another... They show, when they showed the other head, when they showed the the Master Mold head, I said, that's really cool and that makes me more interested. I think I texted it. When I texted you guys, I was like, okay, that has me a little more interested. Because when I first saw it, when they, if they're showing it on the video, which the video was terrible. First off... You cannot have three people work for Hasbro who have zero internet speed at their home because it kept yeah, cutting know, out. Right? And it it was popping all over the place. Like, it was terrible. The, and then they're like, were so because slow. they don't have anything to announce outside of this. Mm. And everyone already knew what it was. It was like two weeks ago, they they, they had a tease of the, ju- the, the Jubilee leg. figure. And in the background was this huge leg for mm. the Sentinel. And everyone's like, oh, they're going to do the Sentinel. They're going to do the Sentinel. It was just a question of, are they going to release it? As a normal how thing, or it's going to be Haslab, it's going to be how big. So then they're like, we're going to talk about all the Sentinel figures that have ever come out before. So it's like an hour of them talking about the Build-A-Figure and the, yeah. the one at Comic-Con and the Blister Pack, and then we released it. Because they also talked about the fact that it came with a Wolverine. You had people that yeah, had multiples. Yeah, yeah. That. And I was like, who got multiples? Oh, wait, I have multiples of that because I have two of them. I bought them at Ross for like 20 bucks. Yeah, I remember you. And so, so that was part of their their pitch was you're going to have a you have one if you buy two of them you can have a Bastion and you can have a, a Prime Sentinel yeah or you can have two Prime Sentinels whatever you want to do I saw some of the complaints where it's it's not based on the movie the movie Sentinel to me doesn't look like the one it's not based on the cartoon the movie it's Sentinel not based like anything I know like the, the, it. it's based off of Hickman's Sentinels the ones that are in House and Powers of X okay so they call Powers of Ten like, mm. well they're very similar to the animated series ones too. Here's the well. This is my point. To a degree, to a, yeah. it, the the it's design itself it. that it is based on mm-hmm. is the Hickman, the new universe ones. Mm-hmm. Because part of the announcement is later this year we're going to be doing figures based off of the Hickman verse. We're going to get to that point where we're going to give you comic accurate characters for this new Powers of X, House of X. The Sentinel, the people that are complaining, like, well, it doesn't look like the anime. It still looks like a Sentinel. Yes. The basics of of the Sentinel in the cartoon in the comics is. This building-sized creature that is purple and gray and lights up mm-hmm. and tries to kill mutants. And it's got a big head and it's humanoid. Boom. Yeah, the ones that are that they're in like this weird hot rod chassis that's in Days of Future Past. Yeah. They're fine, but if they don't tell you they're sentinels, if they just put them up there, you're like, mm, yeah, I don't think so. Um so it's just it's really cool looking. See, I was it's thinking got so now, much especially potential. now that you're saying that they're going to do more of that Hickman run later in this year. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say. I have a feeling that the ten, if they did a ten, you know, for ten thousand, if they the an unlock, they could take one of those figures that they were going to use in that run and add it to. The reason that I'm going to say that's unlikely is one of the points they make is that there is not a figure in there that is wasteful to have multiples, and they've we've already seen because I've seen the people that have backed it. 
We've already seen people back it multiple. Oh, sure. Because they want to build the Sentinel, the Prime Sentinel army as well. Uh-huh. So I don't think you're going to get a Wolverine or whatever. Although someone's like, they should put multiple man in it. I'm like, multiple man one has already come out. You can go buy them whenever you want. And two, not that many people are going to buy multiples to get a multiple man well, in Well, you it. know how with some of the Build-A-Figures, they, they do, like the right leg will have two different characters with that leg. They don't do that anymore. Didn't they do it in the last series? Nope. They don't do it anymore. They haven't done that in like three years now. Yeah. Or you know what they used to do it with and make that as they your... did what they did was the female characters yes. were not boxed the same. The first wave had Electra in it and the second wave had Mockingbird. Gotcha. But they both had the right leg. Right. And it was that's why it was always hard to find which one was which. If they have not done that in a number of years because they've done even boxes for the most part, or they have one character that's double. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually that character does not have a piece. Yes. And the game reverse one, the cap doesn't have a piece. And in the age of apocalypse, Wolverine does not have a piece. Um, I think they're going to do one for nine. I really don't think they're going to do one for 10 because a lot of this stuff ends up getting set in stone. I just think that because 10 is such a milestone for something like this, we I mean, could see it because they don't. I don't know how far they thought they were going to get. But you're also once you get to nine, it's sort of like just keep let it go. Yeah, but remember, mm-hmm. I think that Unicron hit like eight or nine after they, you know, finally, you know, whatever that number that came in. It was. I really don't think Unicron was even that close because Unicron was super expensive too. Unicron was very expensive, and Unicron was huge. They yes, had they had the it last problem. year at, at Comic Con. It was just as big as the seven. that one was also five hundred. Yeah, was it? was it five? I thought I it was six. I think it was. It may be a little more, more than five hundred. Oh yeah, because yeah. the thing with the barge is the barge is one is is really just walls. Yeah, there's nothing okay. solid. That's one of the things when someone said like, how can it, it be only one hundred and fifty less than the barge when it's well, the barge also was only like two feet or two and a yeah. half feet. Yeah, I said this. It has a ton of articulation, which means there's more pieces right. you have to put together. It has electronics in it, and it's going to be solid. And it's that wider leg. Too, yeah. You've got a leg this big. That's a lot of plastic. Where Unicron the... was five hundred and seventy-five dollars. There you go, almost six hundred. And its target was eight thousand, and they did twelve thousand plus backers. Wow, wow! And that was after it was extended, and it barely, like the last week, it finally made it. Yeah, I was going to say the majority of those came in like the very last minute type yeah. of. That's 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 why. why yeah, it's shenanigans. It's just Dagobah Luke did not win that poll. Here, I'll pay all my friends. Put an order in just to get a push. <laughs> Hasbro just bought the rest of them. It's like, yeah, we'll just well, that was, do it. Like I said, the shenanigans for the first one, because you saw a lot of places like a lot of online toy dealers, smaller and bigger, were selling barges immediately for like $600. Mm. And if you're buying it for $500, you are not selling it for $600. Mm-hmm. You've got to sell it for $750 or more. Sale barge was, it had needed 5,000 backers and did 5,000 plus. Yeah, so it was, it was something like it was fifty one eighty five for four ninety nine. Yeah, it was yeah. five hundred dollars. Um, that's why, we, like, the number was insane. Hey, look, it's do. in stock at Hasbro. It has it Hasbro. It what? says the sale barge is in stock. I'm sure they had some. I'm sure, they didn't make just. I wonder just if people, some people, may have canceled their orders afterwards. Well, no, you're gonna I make can't extra five hundred dollars. You probably you got to make extra anyway in case one of them's damaged. Yeah, you know stuff like that. It's the print run of, of books, like, well, we got twenty five thousand orders. We're gonna make twenty six thousand because there's gonna be a thousand damages across the country for comics. Right. Um, yeah, so I was amazed. I could not believe it only took twenty four hours. That yeah, was it. when you thing. when you sent. I think you you sent it. it was like it's it's funded. I'm like what? Yeah. There's no way. 
Yeah, it's weird because we are having a we were t- you know text messaging back and forth about it, and all of a sudden my phone pops up, has you know because I get I have Hasbro as a, as a VIP, so it comes up anytime I get an email from them, it automatically mm. pops up where I see a notification, mm. and as we're sitting here talking about it, whether this thing's going to make it or not, it pops up. Well, it's it, funny because funded. It, yeah, I was just going through Instagram, and then when I refreshed, it, Hasbro came up with it, and I was like, oh crap! <laughs> so I got it like right when it. They Limit of five music, per transaction. In the video, one of the guys says, buy a bunch of them, make an end table out of them. <laughs> yeah, one thirty today, I got a notification saying it was eight, uh, they 8,000 backers. We will not be updating the backer, backer count overnight. Check back in the morning for updates. Yeah, that's what I was thinking also is over the weekend, you know, you, their social media guys probably... Not There's no one there on Sunday, yeah. Yeah, so it's like you're not going to hear about any of the news until tomorrow morning. I don't know. I got I got that email. At no, I mean today. Those are, those are re- probably oh, going to yeah. be... Oh, yeah. The reason that we haven't seen what the unlock is for the next, oh, the sure. 9,000, there's nobody there probably It'll be doing tomorrow it. morning. Yeah. Well, we know like tomorrow morning we'll look back, hey, we got 9,000 backers. Here's the, here's the unlock anyway. <laughs> like, so that's, yeah, that's the master man. So, mold accessory. Okay. All right, guys. So, uh, anybody got anything else? No, I think that's no. it. Oh, the hands are damaged, son of a bitch. All right. So, hopefully, I know this week we were we talked about doing our Marvel uh, Avengers draft. Did we? We talked about it last week. Yeah. Actually, we talked about it the last two weeks. Well, no, you talked about it the week before, and it was just no, real we, quick because we had Travis on uh, we, two weeks ago. But it was three hundred. Okay. And then. So this week, and last week we mentioned that we were going to do it this week, but this week, unfortunately, we didn't get to because we had some unforeseen um, yes. we were issues. Too, we were too busy buying. Our extended Nerdables family had some issues. issues so, And we so hopefully back. next issues week. Sounds bad. I know, issues really does sound bad. Well, it was pretty bad, so. No, but bad in a different way. Right. Anyway. We're hoping to do the draft next week. There you go. So for Chris, Ethan, Mikey, I'm RAC. Make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show and on Instagram as Nerdables. And we will talk to you next week. Huh?